Hello everyone! Before we get into this week's episode, Marcus and I wanted to make a quick note about the Harry Potter references we make in this episode, and any episode going forward. Since we recorded this back in 2018, J.K. Rowling, the author of Harry Potter, has revealed herself to be an unapologetic transphobe, and has been using her influence to spread misinformation and harmful views. We do not support these views. Trans rights are human rights. And welcome to Kawush. I'm Teresa. And I'm Marcus. And today we are discussing Revelations, Season 5, Episode 22. The description is as follows. And the description actually comes from the, com- from the correct booklet this time. Yes. Because we're at my place, so I didn't have to remember it. <laughs> Still dealing with the death of one of their own, SG-1 must put its mourning aside in order to confront the warlord Anubis who has captured the Asgard leader Thor, so he can extract the secrets of their ancient technology for universe domination. What? What? (laughs) What? (laughs) I... no. (laughs) Okay. Still Still dealing with the death of one of their own, yes. Yes. They have to put their mourning aside in order to confront the warlord Anubis. That is not technically what they're setting out to do. No, and basically only Sam is setting her mourning aside, I would say. Yeah, the others are not mourning. No, they're being men about it. Yes. (laughs) Moving on and not having feelings. Uh And it was technically Osiris that captured Thor. Yeah, and also they don't know that Thor is alive when they go out to do the thing. No. Yeah, this is not a good one. No, it's not. No. You had one job. Yeah. I'll give it a three, maybe? Yeah. Like, some parts are correct. Yeah. But not a lot. No. So, yeah, three. I'm going to go with three, too. I'm just going to start by saying that I love this episode. Yeah? Yeah. I'm glad. I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah? I didn't remember it at all, <laughs> as usual. But, yeah, I really liked it. I mean, it's a good, it is a good episode. It has a lot of tension. Yeah. And it has Asgard, which is always yeah. a plus. And like actual feelings. Yeah. Sometimes. (laughs) So we start with Sam struggling, like she's in Daniel's office. Actually, we start with the the Asgard ship coming to, isn't the first scene actually? Oh yeah. Yeah, it is. It's Osiris. Osiris is in a ship above a planet and the Asgard Thor comes and tells her that you're not allowed to be here. Go away. And she says, screw you. And her shields are way better than normal. And yeah, that's where we start. And my question is, is this the first test they do? And why is Osiris on the ship that is going to get shot first? (laughs) Is Anubis trying to get rid of her? Possibly, yes. I also find it amusing that they are now Jaffa with Osiris' tattoo on their faces. Yeah. Because that means that they either didn't have a master before or they got tattoo removals to get Osiris's tattoo. Yes. Maybe they have really advanced tattoo removal. Possibly, I guess. If you're stealing someone else's Jaffa, you don't want that mark on them. No. So Yeah, that's an excellent reason to get good tattoo removal. <laughs> yes. Being able to steal slaves. Yes, definitely. Yeah. 
But then we have Sam in Daniel's office. Yes. And she's sad and like mourning and General Hammond comes in and has this little moment about his best friend that went missing in Vietnam and he never knew what happened to him. Yeah. Because Sam is like, I don't know if I should mourn Daniel or not. Is he dead? Is he not dead? Mm. Like, yeah. And Hammond basically tells her that we don't know, we will never know. Yeah. You'll just have to get over it. (laughs) Basically, (laughs) everyone is saying that the whole episode, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sam stopped having so much feelings. Yeah. And then something is wrong with the lights. And then they call for General Hammond to come come to the control room, and he tells her to come with him too, because he can't do anything alone. Yep. My note here was walking slowly to the gate room. Yeah. Because Hammond doesn't look like he's in a hurry, but like the phones are down, the electricity is down. He's just like, I suppose we should walk to the gate room now. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I was... Funny. Yeah, I was surprised that there wasn't a... I mean, they called for General Hammond to come to the gate room, but there was no code red, code blue, code green. Like, no. what... How serious is this? No. Maybe that's why he walked. No <laughs> yeah, one, no one like... said code red, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a normal Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then Frere shows up in the gate room. Yes. Uh, which they identify Frere right away. Which Yeah, Sam recognizes him. Yeah. If they're all clones, how can you tell the difference? I mean, they're clones of themselves. Mm, that's so true. I, I guess, I mean, they have some sort of slightly different yeah. feature somewhere. And Sam has studied that to be sure to <laughs> know who she's talking about. Yeah. Who she's talking to. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And then Freya tells them that we're having issues with the replicators, but also you're having a problem because the gold have a shield that can withstand us and Thor is dead and we need you to rescue our scientist. Yes. They're basically saying that since the gold now have these amazing shields and technology that can destroy an Asgard ship, uh, the whole treaty is screwed. Yeah. Because the Asgard can't protect the protected planets anymore. No. So Earth is in danger. Yes. And Jack is all like, yeah, sure, let's go do it. Because uh, mm-hmm. this is what we do. I mean, it is obvious that he's trying to do something to not think about Daniel. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's not that he doesn't care. It's that he has to be a man about it yeah. and not acknowledge his feelings. So he has to work. The shitty part is that he tells Sam that she shouldn't have feelings about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I can understand him not wanting to acknowledge that Daniel is gone, if not dead. Yeah. But, like, making Sam feel bad about being sad? Yeah. That's not cool. No, it's not. Yeah, and I mean, eventually, Teal'c acknowledges that, yeah, I wish we had him back too. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the only validation of Sam's emotions. That Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, Christopher Judge's acting... Again, yeah. oh my god! Yeah, because Teal cast like these tears in his eyes, but they don't fall. But he looks really sad, but at the same time like stoic, mm-hmm. and it's very, very Teal and very good. Yeah, it is. Give that man a, an award of some kind. Yes. <laughs> so they take their gold cargo ship. Yep. And goes to this planet. Yep. Which we are conveniently not told how far away from Earth it is. No. We don't know if they spent nine hours in the cargo ship this time. No. And then they get to this planet and as with always, I don't understand what it is with with the, with the 
the cloak or the shield or the whatever not being able to be up in hyperspace. No. A lot of sci-fi shows do this, and I don't know if that is a scientific thing that is actually valid or if it's just a plot point. Yeah. Gotta make them vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah, Sam and Jack have this whole exchange about the the cloak not being up when they exit hyperspace, and that could be dangerous, but it's hardly worth mentioning but still you mentioned it blah 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 yeah yeah it is a funny exchange it is yes and then nothing happens because they weren't detected no but that was just foreshadowing for later yes probably it was no because the shield was working when they left the planet they just got shot anyway yeah so i don't know what that was about (laughs) they just needed a funny exchange about something yeah they were like we need to lighten the mood yeah they're so sad (laughs) And then they meet Heimdall, which I love Heimdall. Yeah. Uh, Terrell Rothery, who plays um, Dr. Fraser, is the voice of Heimdall. Yeah. And Heimdall is like the first Asgard, which with like, I wouldn't say with a sense of humor, but who seems to have a different personality. Yeah, and has like has some emotions. There is emotions yeah. in his voice. Yeah, he like says hi and waves and yeah. looks happy about it. <laughs> like, oh, cool, you guys are human. That's so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it's. I wonder how long Heimdall has been in this research facility. Is he just <laughs> starred for any kind of comp company? Possibly. Yeah. He's like talking to the ancestor. Yeah. I'm so lonely. Yeah. Probably giving him an, giving him a name. Yeah. The personality. Yeah. Yeah. And then Heimdall tells them that Thor is not dead, so we need to rescue him. Yes. And um, they have this whole thing where they can see the interior of the, uh, not the Asgard ship, the (laughs) gold ship. Yeah. And see the difference between golds and uh, Asgard and human and... Yeah. Not Jafar, though. You can only see that it's a symbiote. Yeah. But this becomes very useful because they have this... They make up this plan to rescue Thor... And yes. Yes. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> they have a plan. <laughs> they have a plan. They're gonna destroy the shield so Heimdall can beam them out. Yeah. And so Teal'c and O'Neill get onto the ship via the rings. While Anubis is also transporting on board. Exactly. Because that's when they change the shield settings so that ring transporters can enter i actually followed like the whole techno babble thing for once cool. which was nice yeah <laughs> not when sam was talking about the cloning but otherwise yeah and uh Teal'c and jack go to do that while sam stays behind to guide them yeah with this high-tech map thing yep. <laughs> it's basically the marauders map but without the names yeah so the marauders are better than the asgard yep. at maps yep yeah well, they have magic, you know. That's true. Cheating. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh-huh. we have Jafar in this, and I know we've, we've seen that before, but we have Jafar who are talking like science. Mm-hmm. And every time I see that, I'm just like, but in the beginning, the Jafar all talked about the gold magic. Yeah. But now it seems like all the Jafar knows that it's science. Mm-hmm. And then where does the worshipping comes from? That was yeah. complete. That was a, co- yes. That was correct grammar. Yes. Sorry yeah. about the escaped S. Yeah, I was also thinking about that when they were testing the shields. Yeah. And the Asgard fired upon them and stuff, and they were like, "Yeah, the shields are holding! Yay!" 
And I'm like, aren't you supposed to think that the ghouls are like all powerful and can't do wrong? Yeah, I mean, if if the if Osiris told you that our shields are going to hold, you should not be surprised or feel like it's an accomplishment that the shields do hold. No. And, I mean, also the same guy also questions her when when she says, "Divert coolant from." Yeah, the he hyperdrive. questions her a lot. Yeah. And she doesn't kill him. No. I don't... That That's weird. It is weird. Maybe it's because Osiris has been in a jar for 2,000 years. Maybe. Osiris is special. <laughs> has yeah. this tattoo removal down pat. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't bothered when Jafar questioned her. She's a modern type of gold. Yeah. 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 Where were we? They, Jack and Teal are on the ship and Sam is guiding them. Right. Uh, with the help of the map. And telling them when there are Jaffa nearby. And, and the whole thing is like Pac-Man. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a question. Yeah? Why are the ghoul ships always labyrinths? I don't know. How can anyone find anything? Yeah. Because I just... I assume it's just because, well, inside of, of pyramids, you have labyrinths. <laughs> and so everything that ghoul do are obviously labyrinths. But that's just not practical at all no maybe so. it's to weed out the weak jafar yeah the ones who can't find their way to the mess hall won't last for long yep <laughs> could be yeah it's very strange there are a lot of corridors in general yeah. yes and then anubis has gotten onto the ship and oh, is yeah. going to implant a scary looking ball with spikes into Thor's brain. It looked way too big. Yeah. I'm like, that's a tumor. He's gonna die. Yeah. What? what? <laughs> um, but that was gonna download his knowledge into the ship. Yep. And then there's this dramatic reveal of Anubis's lack of face. Yes. And that was just like, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was a little funny. I'm like, ooh, he's an oil slick. <laughs> yeah. Anubis uh, is basically a cloak with no face. Yes. Cloaks usually don't have faces, but no. still. But I suppose he's scary. I guess. I guess. Yeah. And sometime here, Jack and Tilk get captured. Yes. And then Sam has to help Heimdall escape the lab before she can help them. But then Thor has taken control over some ship's systems because he's connected to the ship's computer now. Yeah. Um, so he lets them out of their cell. And then and, and then, then Sam appears again? Yeah, Sam appears again and basically tells them we still need to destroy the shield. Yeah. And they don't have any weapons, so they're going to find a crystal to pull. Right. And then they finally find a crystal to pull, but then Sam is... <gasps> oh yeah, because... During this time, Osiris has found the lab. Yes. Beneath the planet's surface. Yes, and started bombing it. Yes. And then Sam is sapped. That's yes. a word, right? Yes. And there was no way into the lab, and the lab was, was many miles beneath the surface. No, but it was beneath the surface. Yeah. Because the atmosphere was toxic. But then they bomb it, and then they get in without any spacesuits or anything. Mm -hmm. And I'm not really sure... Like, how that happened. No. If there was a hole from the lab to the uh, to the atmosphere... 
everyone should have died. Yes. Maybe they just made it like uh, the surface thin enough <laughs> that they could transport down with the rings. I don't know. It can go through solid material. Yeah, but only if there's a ring transporter on the other side. The yeah, other that's side true. Too. Maybe they just really quickly took off all of their spacesuits and set up a quarantine and stuff. Yes. We'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, and then something happens. Uh, Sam is saddened and Osiris is interrogating her and wants to know where Daniel is because she's obsessed with Daniel. Right. And in the meantime, Jack and Teal'c are standing around staring at those crystals and going, uh, what do we do now? <laughs> Let's shoot it. Yep, that's the solution to everything. Yeah. And so they do and then Heimdall can transport them and Thor and Sam somehow. I mean, there wasn't a shield on the lab. No, but why did he transport Sam then and yeah. not while she was being tortured? <laughs> I mean, maybe he was busy with talking to his friend. True. In the pod. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then he beams them and he beams the humans first. Yes. And then Thor in the end. Yeah. Which is nice and kind of stupid. Yeah. But, you know. And then they all ride away in the transporter, the cargo the ship. The cargo ship. That's what it's called. Yep. And then they get shot, even though the cargo ship is cloaked. And the cloak and the shields fail. Because it's, it's always conveniently the shields that fail when they get shot. Yeah. It's not like life support or the windscreen or something. <laughs> Wind shield, whatever. The windows. And then I wrote down, I don't even know how to pronounce this, but Deus Ex Machina. Yeah. Um, Asgard show up. Yep. Suddenly we have three ships to spare and they are much better than their other ones. Yep. So you go the better just to go away because we're not going to destroy you because that's just too much work. Yeah. And then Anubis goes away. Yeah. And yeah. I guess Thor is no longer connected to the ship then? I suppose. Maybe the signal is, it doesn't reach through space. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And then they have a debriefing with Hammond to finish off the episode, uh, wherein they say that Thor is in a coma because they don't know how the device worked. And um, they also say that Anubis obviously has technology that no other gold has. What's up with that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. And then they go out and have dinner, which yeah. is nice. And there's a wind that's probably Daniel. Yeah. And Jack looks happy about that, yeah. I suppose. I guess. There was a little sort of smile-ish yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I also wrote Anubis cape because he's like <laughs> sitting in his chair uh, in the ship. Yeah. Yeah. And he has this cape, which is like even worse than the ring wraiths. And <laughs> uh, he looks very funny. Yeah. I sort of thought of uh, Voldemort in the first uh, Harry Potter movie but when he's like drinking from the yeah. uh, unicorn. Yeah. So much cape that you can't see his face. Yeah. Yeah. But Anubis doesn't have a face. So no. he needs a cape to hide the fact that he doesn't have a face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what are you looking up in this book now? I don't know. I wanted to see if there was anything interesting. Did we rate the description even though we said we weren't going to rate the description anymore? Yes. Oops. It's oh well, <laughs> <laughs> but this one was easy to rate. Yeah, we will rate them if we feel like it. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing what we want here. Yes, <laughs> I enjoy Osiris as a villain. 
honestly. Yeah. Yeah. She's good. Yeah, I like her. I like her much more than I like Anubis. Yeah, Anubis is just sort of funny. Yeah, I mean, I mostly find Anubis annoying. Mm. And that's not really a good grade for a villain. No. They're supposed to be likable, but evil. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anything else to add? I'm good. Me too. Oh, no. I have a question, actually. Uh-huh. Are all the Asgard male? So far, yes. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone we see, we never see any of the female ones. Nope. I mean, they have established now that they basically have no genitalia anymore because they've cloned themselves so much. Yeah. Uh, but they all refer to each other as he. So. Yeah. And all of the, the named ones we've met yeah. have been the male ones. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. Cool. Now we established that. Yes. So, do you want to rate the episode that we are actually doing? <laughs> sure. I don't know. I might actually go with another 10. Yeah? Because, yeah, it's really good. It has emotions. It's tense. They actually talk about their feelings, even though they ignore their feelings and say that the feelings are stupid. <laughs> uh, they actually talk about them, which is nice. Yeah, that's true. And I don't know, Tilk got a lot of space, which I like. Yeah. more than nor usual anyway <laughs> yeah all good points the thing is i can't really say why but i don't really want to give it a 10 mm-hmm. but i could give it a nine yeah. but i don't have a motivation for what brings what takes that extra point away that's okay okay then yeah nine um, for you and ten for me yeah cool all right then we're done this has been kawoosh uh, next week we'll be talking about season six, episode oh, yeah. one. This is the season finale. Yeah, uh, we'll be talking about season six, episode one, Redemption Part One. Oh, okay. And then we do the thing. <laughs> See, See you on, on the, the other side. side.